I'm coming. FBI, open up! Just a minute. Hello, everybody. This is Legal Man. Welcome to the show. This is going to be a good episode. I'm going to break down a piece of audio from talk radio about gun control and show you how they get a lot of stuff right and how they mislead in other ways. Now, the show definitely runs over, but it needed to be that long is just to give people an idea of all the insanity they just repeat over and over and over again that confuses and brainwashes people. So people that don't know me, I'm a lawyer. I've practiced for more than 30 years and I'm America's most trusted lawyer because I tell people the truth. And I'm America's most beloved lawyer, mostly just because I'm just such a good guy. <laughs> All right, enough fooling around. Let's go ahead and get the show going. Okay, so today I thought I would do a show because this gun thing that's going on where Biden has passed these supposed executive orders and trying to limit our guns even more. It's always the same crap. There's a lot of uproar about it, and I wanted to take a very prominent talk show guy and show the way they deal with the issue and how deceptive it is and how it screws people. Now, I'm going to play parts of it and I'm going to comment. I'm going to start playing the tape a little bit before he gets into the guns. And it was in his intro portion. And he's talking about the border and how people are pouring in. And there's a, he makes a point I want to comment about. And then I'm going to start talking about the guns just because the show's never always about one thing. It's always about multiple things. So, okay. So here we go. Station open to anybody who walks through, through the border, and then declares he will not deport them. <laughs> and the people coming through the border are coming into the United States, into the interior of the United States, never to be found again. And then we'll hear the same lines, the same propaganda. People can't live in the shadows. People are paying Social Security taxes. They should be treated like citizens. Wave after wave of amnesty. That's what's going to happen. Yes. And you and I have no say in it whatsoever. None. Hold, hold it. What? <laughs> hold it. What did he just say? This is the guy that pushes the Constitution, the Republic, and all this crap all the time. Well, I, I don't understand. How do we not have any say? <laughs> See, it's a classic deal here. That he talks about all the terrible stuff, which is all right, that the liberals are doing and letting him in, all this other shit. But then, then they just says stuff like that. A total disconnect with the idea that we're in charge and all this other crap. It's just, it just doesn't make any sense. So and then he transitions over to the guns here. So let's let's do that because I want to comment on that because it's really, really classic. Joe Biden has his aim right now on your guns. <laughs> on your guns. On my guns. Okay. All right. Now, guns, as you'll learn soon, he has a name now on the suburbs. Okay. He's going right down the Marxist list, one issue after another. True. It's all correct. First, he says this about guns. Cut one, go. But also, uh, today we're taking steps to confront not just the gun crisis, but... What so is with that? a gun crisis, not a border crisis, a gun crisis. See, he gets that right. It, this is how they're framing it up. It's total bullshit. We don't have a gun crisis. Right. We have a crisis of criminals killing each other. Mm, we have a crisis maybe. in our inner cities. Yeah, I don't know about that. Crisis, I don't know, but it, that's where the problems are. We have a crisis where the vast majority of murders involve black kids 
being killed by other black kids. They're the crises. True. But he doesn't talk about any real crisis. Correct. Guns are a crisis. Of course, that makes no sense, and he knows that. So, so see, he gets a lot of it right. This is how this, this stuff works. This is why people are sucked in by because he gets a lot of stuff right. And then he, I'll show you the stuff that he leaves out and gets wrong. Public health crisis. Public so health. now it's a public health crisis. <laughs> exactly. And we all know what that means. Your liberties are to be abandoned. They're suspended. Bingo. It's a public health crisis, see? like a virus. Right. See, so he gets this right, too. So he's, he's all these kind of things. People hear it. They think, oh, OK, this is making a lot of sense. Go ahead. Nothing. Nothing I'm about to recommend in any way impinges on the Second Amendment. <laughs> there are phony arguments suggesting that these are Second Amendment rights at stake from what we're talking he about. He hasn't even engaged in any arguments. True. He hasn't even engaged in any debate. True. He's just decided that he will impose his will. Correct. Power he does not have under the Constitution. The framers of the Constitution would be disgusted by this man. 100% true. 100% true. But what, what are we doing about it, right? All his suggestions are always Article 5 and all this voting and crap like that. That's all there ever is. If he doesn't have the power, then why doesn't he suggest that people simply ignore this? Why doesn't he say people need to go up there and arrest this man, this tyrant who's up there running it? No, it's always pushed into courts and everything else. But see, he gets a lot of it right, but then he leaves everybody with no real solution except inside this constitutional system that makes no sense. Or he's already said, what can we do about it? Nothing. What do we have to say about it? Nothing. So here we go. More. But no amendment. No amendment to the Constitution is absolute. You can't yell crowd. You can't yell fire in a crowded movie theater. We call it freedom of speech. Well, really, and you can't take your gun and shoot people in a movie theater either, and call it the Second Amendment. What are you talking about, you idiot? The point you're making is nothing to do with the rights of individuals, the legitimate rights of individuals under the Constitution. Of course, That's right. They talk about the Constitution and the amendments. Where does it say that a president has the kind of power that Biden seeks to exercise? Where does it say that in the Constitution? Nowhere. It doesn't. But see, what he leaves out is that these executive orders that he was fine with when Trump would do it, okay, don't exist. The executive orders themselves are totally made up. It's not a matter of him not having the power to go this far. He doesn't have the authority to do any of this. There's no authority at all to do any of this. It's a totally made-up thing. Executive orders do not appear in the Constitution. That's all. But because his side uses executive orders in ways that he likes, periodically, that he can't say that. He doesn't say that because he lives inside this complete bullshit bundle of this Constitution thing that doesn't make any sense when you actually start picking it apart. So let's continue. An amendment isn't pure. And if an amendment <laughs> isn't absolute then the way you address it is through another amendment. Ah, okay, there you go. See, that would make a lot of sense. See, they ignore one amendment, so you get another amendment to make sure they don't ignore the amendments you already have. <laughs> this is this is the insanity. See, this doesn't make any sense. See, that doesn't make any sense. If they're already ignoring the document, what good does it do to get more specific in the document when the document itself is already clear as day, that the president has no such authority? There's nothing in the Constitution about any of this. And the Second Amendment itself is clear as day. But, again, we need another amendment to clarify something that has no ambiguity. <laughs> That's a solution. Let's keep going. Through another amendment, not some self-appointed king who's decided what types of guns, what aspects of guns, what people can have guns. See, he's getting all this right. My God, that couldn't be further from the truth. Go so, ahead. So he's right. In the very beginning, you couldn't own any weapon you wanted to own. <laughs> In the very beginning of the Second Amendment existed, certain people weren't allowed to have weapons. Uh -huh. So the idea 
is just bizarre to suggest that some of the things we're recommending are contrary to the Constitution. Bizarre, <laughs> phony, just dismissive, absolutely dismissive. He's right. And there's a big, a big distance between a purity argument about an amendment. True. A purity argument about an amendment. Yes. And where Joe Biden and the rest of the gun grabbers want to take us. True. A big distance. Completely right. So he gets all this stuff right. But what he, the kind of things he leaves out are that when this country was founded, the idea that you'd have to go to the federal government in any form or fashion or to buy guns or have guns or own guns or any kind of guns is completely totally absurd. But because the constitutional conservatives support all these things, all about registering guns and the types of guns, and they have all sorts of limitations they're completely fine with, and those are completely and totally unsupported by the Second Amendment as well. See, the Second Amendment doesn't give any authority. You have to first go to the actual Constitution and find where the federal government would ever have the authority to limit individuals' rights to carry guns or own guns or anything else. Anyway, you look in there, it's clear they don't have any such authority. So the Second Amendment, just like the Anti-Federalists said, does nothing but confuse the issue. It gives an impression that the federal government does have some type of authority in this area, and it's distinguished out. And, of course, that's all about this language they have where well-regulated militia being necessary. They have all that language that they misuse exactly like the Anti-Federalists predicted the Supreme Court would do. Exactly like that. So if you didn't have a Second Amendment, they'd have to look into the actual Constitution itself. And there's nothing in there at all that allows them to make these kinds of regulations or laws. <laughs> Certainly not these made-up executive orders. See, so, so they get a lot of stuff right, but then they leave a bunch of stuff out. All the stuff that the conservatives themselves push for because they push everybody off into these factual, detailed arguments about what exactly is allowed or not allowed and what kind of facts. And you're going to hear it all come out here in a second. Let's continue. I want you to keep a few things in mind when you listen to Joe Biden. People hate when I bring this up, and they should hate the subject. There's no question. Tell me, are there any limits on abortion? That's a good point, right? How come he has a purity stance on abortion? Right. How come he calls it a right to choose when it involves another human being? Because they're hypocrites, see? They're hypocrites, but the constitutional conservatives are also hypocrites. So it's a good example of pointing out the absurdity, the inconsistency in the liberal argument. But they're leaving out all the inconsistencies and absurdities in the constitutional conservative argument, say? See, when the country was founded, abortion was illegal in every single state. It's completely asinine to believe that it's unconstitutional for a state to outlaw abortion. <laughs> it's absurd when it was outlawed in every state that it ratified the Constitution. So how can it make sense? They can't. But that argument, again, is also never made. So, you know, of course, the liberals are complete hypocrites. And he's making a good point here, like he always does. This guy's a super smart lawyer, meaning that he operates within this system of citing cases and all this stupid shit that they make all these assumptions in. But he's terrible when it comes to actually telling people the truth about the system. He just analyzes his system within the system where there are no answers. And that's the problem we always have with these constitutional conservatives. So let's go on. How come he wants to force people who don't believe in abortion as a matter of morality and faith to force them to pay into taxes that would go to subsidizing abortions? Great point. Why does he have such a purity mentality when it comes to that? Because he's a hypocrite. That's why. Because <laughs> he's a sick old man. That's why. That's another good reason. Yes. <laughs> now, let's go through a few of these points that he raises. Okay. Because he makes these 
diatribes unchallenged. Mm -hmm. He's in the Rose Garden today, and he wants to eliminate gun manufacturers from immunity. (laughs) Cuts, excuse me, cut six, go. Even law enforcement officials have told me and told other champions of this legislation they sometimes feel outgunned by assault weapons with large capacity magazines. Who cares? There's no reason someone needs a weapon of war with 100 rounds, 100 bullets. You're not allowed to have a weapon of war (laughs) unless the Treasury Department approves it after months and months and months and months of review. See, he's okay with that. Let me be abundantly clear, because he's a liar. He lies about everything. He's a serial liar. True. He was a liar from the moment he was born. True. He's a liar. You're not allowed to have a weapon of war. Bazookas, uh, tanks, nuclear weapons, (laughs) and so forth. And to the extent you can have some kind of weapon that's used in war, which is very, very rare, you got to get approval from the federal government. In this case, the Biden administration and Yellen over there at the Treasury Department. Okay. See that? Okay. So there you go. See, he's fine with that, with all these restrictions, this idea that you have to go to the federal government to get approval to get a gun of some type, whatever the government decides. Okay. See, that's just, that's not okay. See, this is where they immediately start losing. This is how it's set up to lose these Second Amendment arguments. They're set up to lose because once you go down this road, they can do some types of regulation, but not other. Well, how is that consistent with the Second Amendment language? Okay, if you if you can't make a law, okay, infringing the people's rights to keep and bear arms, then what what is the basis for having to go to the Treasury Department for any of these rules? There isn't one. It's all left to the states. It's all left to the states. That's all. If your state wants to let you keep a tank, they can. If they don't, then they don't. That's all. And that people are supposed to go to their own state to get that. The federal government has nothing to do with it. That's all. Has absolutely nothing to do with it. And they, they've already conceded the argument when he's okay with this idea that you have to go to the federal government for these certain kinds of things. You have to have a license, a federal license to own it, to, to sell it, to do all these different things. When they've already conceded the, the heart of the argument. That's all. They've already conceded it. This idea that it's a military weapon is completely irrelevant. So don't let this liar confuse you in any way. Go ahead that can be fired from that weapon. <laughs> that was stupid Biden Nobody sound. needs that. Nobody needs no. that. What weapon can you shoot 100 rounds from, Mr. <laughs> producer? Are people running around with Gatling guns? I, I, I'm just curious. See, good points, right? Well, a machine gun, Mark, you can't own a machine gun without approval from the Treasury Department, and very few people do. Those are called automatic weapons. Okay, see. Not semi-automatic, automatic weapons. See. Tell me, how many people have been killed with weapons of war? with bazookas, with tanks, with nuclear weapons in the hands of private citizens. How many people have been killed with Gatling guns or weapons that can shoot 100 rounds at one clip? How many? None. Zero. (laughs) See, he's right about this stuff. See, he gets a lot of this stuff right. This is why it's so complicated and confusing to people. Because he's right, of course. But, of course, weapons of war, you're eliminated from having all sorts of weapons of war. Can't have a sawed-off shotgun. That's what you use in the trenches all the time. You're not allowed to. They limit it. They call that an illegal weapon. You're not even allowed to saw your own shotgun barrel off. You're not allowed to have a machine gun unless you get approval from the government. Well, what the hell is that? That's not a restriction on my right. That's precisely the kind of restriction that's not supposed to be allowed, but it's also completely and totally okay with these constitutional conservatives. They're fine with that. 
See, they're fine with that. And then that opens the door for the Supreme Court to create all this language about, oh, it's a limited this and, and multiple rounds that and uh, length of barrel this and frequency of fire and size of caliber and all this other shit made up crap that there's absolutely totally unhinged from the fact that they have no authority. But they're giving it away. They're giving the argument away. That's all. This is why you lose every time with these constitutional conservatives, because they don't stand on the real argument. They're afraid to. They're afraid that the crowd will be like, well, that's crazy. You can't allow people to have tanks. Yes, you can. Federal government has nothing to do with it. If your state doesn't want to let it, then don't. I got no problem with that. Whatever they want to do. But the federal government doesn't have any right. That's all. It's just that simple. See, but they don't make those clear arguments. They get down in the mud because they're controlled opposition. They bought into this fantasy about the Supreme Court gets to have some case. In fact, the case that he, they talk about, these military weapons, the military weapon exception, all that other crap, that case didn't even have a defendant. The original defendant was a bootlegger, a bootlegger. And, and as soon as they won at the trial court, they split. They took off. <laughs> they didn't even appear. So the case went forward directly to the Supreme Court with the Department of Justice arguing without a defendant. That entire case was created without a defendant even issuing briefs or anything else on the case. So the government lawyers come in and argue that you don't have rights, that the citizens need to have these rights taken away. And the government, which is the Supreme Court, rules in favor and there's not even a citizen standing there protecting it. This is the insanity that goes on that these guys don't bring up and allow to move forward. Hi, it's Legal Man. I hope you're enjoying the show. If you appreciate the unique insight and information I provide, then go over to my Patreon account for The Quash and become a member. I have bonus shows and material, early access, and it's a good place to meet like-minded people. I have people ask me all the time, what can we do, legal man? (laughs) Well, start by voting with your pocketbook. It's the only vote that really counts. Support things that tell people the truth. Getting people to understand the truth is the only solution we have to this insanity. Look, I get it. There are a lot of people who can't afford to support my show with money. But there are a lot of people who can. And if you can and you like the show, you should support it. That's what free markets look like. The people running this scam, they have unlimited funding. I don't have support of that system. In fact, I get harassed because I tell people the truth that they don't want the people to know. So we have to stick together. So go sign up. Now, let's get back to the show. And the government, which is the Supreme Court, rules in favor, and there's not even a citizen standing there protecting it. This is the insanity that goes on that these guys don't bring up and allow to move forward. All right, let's hear some more. Go ahead. We got that done when I was the United States Senator. It wasn't easy <laughs> going up against the gun lobby. Wow, you're, you're quite the hero. He's charging hills all the time, this guy. <laughs> wasn't easy, but he took care of it. Go ahead. <laughs> See, this is funny. This is... This is why his show's popular, because that's true. But the people don't understand how far off he is on some other stuff. It's just ridiculous. But, yeah, of course, charging hills, that's a good one. And we should also eliminate gun manufacturers from the immunity they receive from the Congress. This is what I wanted to address. (laughs) Gun manufacturers and immunity. We're going to have at the bottom of the hour the foremost expert on this entire subject matter, and that'll be John Lott. Okay. But before I bring John on himself, he made the point in a piece about six months ago, just about six months ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And what he's saying is gun manufacturers don't have immunity if their weapons malfunction and so forth. They, they are subject to the same kind of lawsuits as any other company is subject to. Exactly. Of course. 
And he's right. But the issue, again, that he doesn't bring up is the federal government has no authority to grant some business immunity. <laughs> where, where do they get this authority to grant immunity? So he has no problem with the federal government granting immunity to these vaccine manufacturers and creating an entirely new justice court system that you have to go in there and the federal government pays it off. He pushes his vax all the damn time. So I don't get it. Where does the government get the authority to give immunity to anybody? Some business to blanket immunity. That's the kind of thing some insane king would be able to do. Something the Constitution allows that. But again, he doesn't bring that up. So he's kind of right in that, of course, the gun manufacturer shouldn't be able to be sued by anybody who just happens to be injured because of a gun. That's ridiculous. You're going to be injured because of a knife or anything else? No. Someone stabs you with a knife, hits you with a cleaver? No. It's idiotic. So, of course, these gun claims... The lawsuits people attempted to bring that were getting shut down were bogus. I agree entirely. But it doesn't mean the government can grant immunity. The way you handle a problem like that is in the court system where somebody files a case like that, brings a defendant in, you file a counterclaim for a frivolous claim, and then you charge them the attorney's fees for having to defend this ridiculously bogus uh, claim. That's it. That's how you do it. And you shut people down that way. You don't talk about should the government or shouldn't they grant immunity. They don't have the authority to grant immunity. So it's left out of the discussion. It's just left out of the discussion. They don't tell you that part. They give you a fake argument that's kind of right, but leaves out the critical point that shows the hypocrites that they are. All right, let's go on. What Biden wants to do is to allow any of the thousands and thousands of people who are killed at the hands of a gun, that is, at the hands of a criminal, or who commit suicide, to bring lawsuits against gun manufacturers, even though the gun manufacturers have absolutely nothing to do with it. It would be as if you were to bring lawsuits against the automobile industry for the millions of people who've died on the road. See, now he's right. This is this is how ridiculous this is, this idea. But again, he's leaving out the concept of immunity not even being possible. And he's leaving out the fact that he's completely in favor of these vaccines. He doesn't bring up the fact that they're granted immunity. Probably defends it or supports it, if I, if I had to guess, because of the public good and there's some made-up shit. The gov federal government doesn't have any authority to do this. That's all. They don't have any authority to do this. They don't have the ability to, quote, grant immunity to industries. <laughs> they don't have that authority. We're so far past any discussions that make any sense with the actual document that the people are totally and completely confused by guys like this who make these arguments that are very correct in lots of ways, but just leave out all the important stuff. So uh, this show is going to run a little long, it looks like, on this portion right here. But anyway, I'm going to keep going. Okay, let's go. Nothing to do with the automobile itself. And this is no secret what they're trying to do. They want all their slip-and-fall trial lawyer friends who are overwhelmingly Democrat and contribute enormous sums of uh, money to the Democrat yeah, Party. I see. They want to set them loose on <laughs> gun manufacturers. It's true. So just by suing these gun manufacturers with tens of thousands of lawsuits, obviously they'll put them out of business which means no, you will not be able to purchase guns or ammunition. That's not true. I just told you how it can easily be resolved and how the system's already set up to do it, which is that it's just a frivolous claim. They shut down people who want to make legitimate tax arguments to the United States government. They call them frivolous claims, and the court won't even hear them. Could do the exact same thing with cases against gun manufacturers. There's no basis for it. It's totally frivolous. You'd have to pay attorney's fees, and believe me, all the lawyers would stop suing them. 
wouldn't shut the industry down. There's all sorts of things that go on. Bogus claims are filed every single day in court. In fact, the vast majority of bogus fraudulent things that go on are from fraudulent and bogus defenses that defendants raise in order to try to run the costs up on individuals. And the way this guy constantly runs down, slip and fall lawyers, oh, slip and fall. Slip and fall lawyers are who represent you, the individual person when you get hurt. He loves to denigrate them. He loves to exalt the former federal prosecutor. And what do they do? They're the people who run around and try to take your gun rights away from you, okay? Oh, they're so holy. They work at the DOJ, a totally unconstitutional agency, doesn't even exist in the Constitution, wouldn't even get until after the Civil War. He loves former federal prosecutors, thinks they're so fucking great. And what do they do? They push for all this unconstitutional crap. Those are the people he loves. <laughs> uh, slip and fall lawyers. That's the people who represent you. Who, who is this guy? He's just an arrogant ass when it comes to this stuff. It's just outrageous. All right, let's listen a little bit more. That's as simple as it is. That's what they want to do. It's true. They do. So when they talk about immunity for manufacturers, what was happening is these slip and fall Democrat lawyers. Boom, there he goes again, always pushing that because he, he loves to denigrate these people who push for individuals. And he leaves out all those points I've already shown. And it doesn't create a situation where you put these gun manufacturers out of business. It's a very simple procedure already there. The courts use all the time. It's used all the time. You file a bunch of lawsuits against gun manufacturers because somebody used a gun to shoot themselves. <laughs> and it's a frivolous claim. That's all. It's a frivolous claim and you got to pay fees. He leaves that out. He's a very smart lawyer. He knows that. He knows that, but he doesn't say it. He doesn't say it. He uses this other system. Right, let's continue. We're starting to sue these manufacturers. These manufacturers who are innocent had no role whatsoever in a suicide, in a murder, or anything because they see deep pockets and others are politically motivated. And Congress said, no, no, you can't do that. Why is Congress getting involved? What authority do they have to do that? Do they have passed laws that prevent people from suing me for frivolous reasons? Do they? <laughs> do they protect my industry? No, they don't protect that. This is just another example of, of him being perfectly fine with government picking and choosing winners and losers and who they're going to benefit and who they're not. And making it sound like he's there doing it on some kind of strict constitutional freedom basis. It's not. They have no authority to grant immunity like that. That's in the courts. The courts have to throw the cases out for uh, being frivolous, and they need to impose serious sanctions and penalties against lawyers who continue to file it. That's all. Simple solution. So they don't get immunity if there's direct causation between the manufacturer and some event? True. They're protected from the <laughs> trial lawyers mm -hmm. and leftists mm. who are seeking deep pockets. Well, how come they're, they're given an opportunity to be protected? Why, why doesn't everyone have to be equally protected if there's equal protection under the law? Why is Congress allowed to pick and choose who will be protected against frivolous lawsuits? What about the mom-and-pop store that gets nailed with a single frivolous lawsuit that puts them out of business? Where's the legislation that prevents that? Where is it? It's not. And see, all these things, they presume that the courts will run on and run in a totally and completely unfair fashion, an unconstitutional fashion, allowing all these frivolous claims to be filed against gun manufacturers, run them out of business. Why? How's the court system? What's the point of having it if it runs on in such an insane fashion? Why would we even obey it? See, none of these issues are brought up. See, none of them are issues that are brought up. They just frame it up in this way that's a red, blue load of shit. That's all. All right, let's continue. We'll bring frivolous lawsuits and try and drag these manufacturers in as parties, as defendants. Just showed you how it can't happen. Even though they have absolutely nothing to do with what took place. 
<laughs> that's what they're trying to do. Well, it goes on every single day, Mark. Every single stinking day in the courts it goes on. There are frivolous claims and frivolous defenses raised every day. The United States government, the people you love, the Department of Justice, they bring claim after claim. They extort people. They blackmail people. They crush people with their gigantic power, with bullshit claims every day. He loves the DOJ. He loves them. He thinks they do great work, right? They always have their ex-prosecutors on. What about that? Okay, why is that allowed? See, it's no total inconsistency with this ridiculous position these constitutional conservatives push. And that's why it's so deceptive to people, because he's making a lot of sense in so many ways, but he's leaving out all these things. And so he frames it up in a way that people can't see it. Right, let's continue. And if you allow that in the car industry, you would put every car manufacturer out of business. Every single one. Okay. How about if you allowed it in the vaccination business? What would happen? <laughs> There'd be no vaccines, right? Because it's all totally unconstitutional. See, all this crap is unconstitutional, which he doesn't bring up. It's all so selective. So it sounds like it makes sense. All right, let's keep going. Joe Biden thinks that's a good idea. Yeah, I've shown you how you're inconsistent. Now, notice Joe Biden doesn't speak ever about the immunity that big tech gets, mm-hmm. seen he's which right. truly is carved out of nothing. And he's seen he's right about this. So here's another example where he's right. He's right, but he's ignoring the vaccine, right? He's ignoring all the other things I've said. Which truly is carved out of nothing. Notice he doesn't speak about the immunity that was concocted by the U.S. Supreme Court in New York Times versus Sullivan. Notice that? Correct. Another great point, right? This absurdity that you you can only slander and libel these public figures if you can intentionally decide you're going to try to screw them over. Just a totally made up thing. But of course, he doesn't discuss the fact that the Supreme Court has no authority to even do any of that, as I've discussed over and over in my podcast. That's not the way it's set up, but he leaves that out and makes it seem as though we have to go through their system of going back and getting the court to change his mind. And that's now the law and on and on. He leaves all the other stuff out. So he gets a good example, sounds right, and to people who don't know what's really going on, who haven't listened to my podcast, who don't understand what's happening, the way I've explained it to people, it sounds very credible. All right, so let's go on. That kind of immunity he supports because they back him. Right. Typical hypocrites, just like the Constitution. But when it comes to gun manufacturers, somehow gun manufacturers, because they manufacture guns, are to be held responsible and financially accountable for the activities of criminals or if somebody commits suicide. Of course Congress said no, and Congress should say no, because otherwise the Second Amendment will be dead through the back door. It's already dead, dude. I mean, wake up. It's already dead. It's been dead. You've already listed all these things that you're not allowed to do. There's endless restrictions on the kinds of gun and ammo and all sorts of things you can do and licensing. You have to pay background checks and everything else. He's completely fine with all of that. All of that. He's completely fine with all of that. Look, I'm running way over on this. I'm going to continue this portion in my Patreon account, but I'm hoping that people get an idea of how sophisticated this controlled opposition is. Now, this guy is a really, really bright lawyer. So it's still possible, I think incredibly unlikely, that he doesn't understand the simple things I say. But I know this. If you listen to his show, anybody who calls in and challenges him on any kind of real issue, he just goes, ah, 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 crank caller, and he just hangs up, ah, and he just makes some bullshit statement like he has here, and he shuts it down. You can never talk about the Federal Reserve. If you called and tried to call him out on these kinds of hypocrisies, he would just... 
say, oh, you're a slip and fall lawyer and, and basically hang up on you because that's the way the show is run. And so the people who listen to it, they believe that this stuff makes a lot of sense because it's a very sophisticated form of deception that's being used because what they've done is created a narrative that isn't really true, but everybody operates within it. And within that narrative, this left-right constitutional conservative liberal narrative with the Supreme Court and the center and all these different moving pieces, it sounds like it makes sense and the schools teach it all. And then the people all argue about it because the liberals are such a bunch of hypocrites. The problem is the liberals don't ever point out the hypocrisies in the right. So people don't really see them. A lot of the liberals are just stupid. They're really just very dumb people. And the, especially the people who represent the liberal sides, they're just totally, completely paid off. You know, these big-time lawyers who come up from Harvard and all this other shit, they pull out all the time. Those guys are just controlled opposition. They already know. They're, everything they're saying is a load of crap. You know, they're just masters of making arguments. But I can see through them because that's my profession. I've seen through these things for years. So... Like I said, I'm going to continue it in my Patreon account because it runs on for a little bit longer on this section. And then I think I'm going to do a show based upon his guest, who's Lot, who's this gun guy, and go through and show you how those arguments are all just completely screwed up, too, and how they just they give up all the important stuff. But obviously, this episode went, ran way over, and that's just the way it is. So if you like my positions, if you like hearing me, then you don't need to subscribe to my podcast. Listen to my show. Share it with people, you know? Go into my Patreon account and support me. Follow me on Twitter. I'm Legal Man at US Law Review. I'm still on there. <laughs> wow. This is, this is what we're up against. This runs just all the time in media. It's really, really difficult to break through. It really is. So, All right. Well, that's it. I'm wrapping up this uh, show. I hope you enjoyed it. Everybody have a nice night or day, wherever you are. Take care. Taking on-